Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Oh my gosh, that's us. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Directly across from me and... Diametrically opposed, do you? Yes, and but very informed on his issues and loaded for bear once again. He had the Fox Funnels in last night. And, uh, oh, incidentally, I, I have to... I'm going to rescind my apology. I said Fox wasn't carrying the convention, and so uh, one of our good listeners says, no, they were. But I am told by people who were watching the Fox channel on Monday night that they were doing a split screen. They weren't showing the convention. They had pictures of it. You could see the image. But then the commentators were on the other side talking about, you know, all the bad things the Democrats were doing and how bad Joe was and, you know, all that sort of thing. So uh, I apologize because thinking maybe they were carrying, but they really weren't. You couldn't hear the words from the convention. You could just hear the commentators I heard some words. talking about it. Oh, okay. So maybe they show excerpts. But well, I think they, they cut in and out, I think is the accurate phrase, because Mostly let's out. face it, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring last night. I oh, heard one really? commentator say, I don't think the, if the, the Republicans do the same thing, I think America will be put to sleep. And the really? ratings were terrible. There were 11 different networks carrying it, and only about 18 million people watched it. Over over eleven different networks. Well, then that was Monday night. Your ratings were lower. What six million lower than when Hillary Clinton was holding the Democratic convention was not. Well, they were just the low. Um, generally, I mean, it's not a very exciting thing to watch. Well, twenty million is still the single most watched program. Oh, on yes, at that Monday night. night. But over eleven different platforms, it <laughs> kind well, of sure. diluted. Yeah, that diluted the message. But uh, on the other hand, well, I watched it last night until they got to the states count. While that had some interest. It couldn't quite hold my attention. but uh, You knew but the outcome. I mean, the old days, I can remember when somebody would play, place a name of nomination and there would be caucuses on the floor and someone would say, uh, Mr. Speaker, we cast 85 ballots for the Joe Schmo and 95 ballots for the next President of the United States. And there would be some concern about whether or not the, the numbers were exactly what were predicted out of that state. There was no excitement last night. There was no possibility right. that Bernie Sanders would pull off a an amazing come-from-behind victory and capture the Democratic nomination. Is that not the fate of conventions lately? I, too, remember conventions that were a deciding affair, and now, you know, Republican, and this has been going on for about 10 years, they're really just a show. Right. Well, I mean, they're orchestrated for the benefit of the party. Once television came in, it became a matter, I guess, of how we put on the best show and attract the most number of people. And showing our division or decisive indecisiveness or our votes... 
Although I noticed that they did announce um, Bernie Sanders' vote total last night, I guess to keep his people engaged so that they know that they were, you know, they voted for him and they they were right. they were mentioned. And I thought it was interesting that Olivia Ocasio-Cortez never mentioned Joe Biden's name <laughs> in her talk. <laughs> what was that, about 50 seconds? She had I, a minute. I really, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> I, I saw her. I was walking past the TV, so I sat back down and I thought, oh, this ought to be interesting. And as soon as I sat down, and thank you very much, and God bless. Wait, wait. <laughs> I just got. Well, they had only allocated her uh, one minute. Is that and what she it was? She was nominating Bernie Sanders or seconding his nomination. And she didn't mention Joe sure. Biden. I didn't Never mention Joe Biden. Okay. No, she could have said, you well, know, while she... we were hoping for Bernie Sanders, and I'm proud to second his nomination, still we're delighted that Joe Biden will represent our party. Is she going to be an ally of the president? Well, I think that, you know, the, cons- the consensus among conservatives is that should Joe Biden get elected, that Bernie Sanders and the liberal wing of the party are poised to take over, especially since AOC and the other members of the squad all easily defeated. Well, Presley, I think, still up. I think her primary is coming up this week or next week. But other than that, the others have all uh, sailed to victory in their primary mm-hmm, battles against mm-hmm. uh, okay. people who are more moderate. All right, so they're coming back. Okay, well, uh, I think they're they're planning on a takeover here. It it's going to cons- be a coup d'état. It was conspicuous. Poor old short. befuddled Joe will be just hustled right out the door. And <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's uh, still in hiding, I guess, or just not saying much. Is that normal during the convention for the candidate to just be completely actually, subdued? No, actually, he did something that's a little different last night. He actually appeared on the night he was got the nomination. Oh, I heard the audio they, of it. What was that? They do that. They used to do that from time to time, like the candidate would actually be in the hall and stand up and wave. But for years, the candidate would not be there the night he received the nomination and wouldn't appear before the camp convention until he accepted the nomination. Okay. So it was a little different to have Joe uh, appear waving last night behind his mask with at his wife. At the convention. Well, at the convention, that's a matter of uh, conjecture. He was in a room somewhere, and he was broadcast to the convention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he wasn't was really like a party at the hall, convention. Right. Uh, he was I, at a high school in Delaware. Yeah, I think yeah, CBS said it was uh, a place. But there were people there, right? There were a, a crowd, per se. Maybe they were all masked and distanced and tested and so on. I, I mean, saw I, maybe six or eight people standing behind him. Is he getting tested regularly? We sort of start to ramp up a potential president throughout the campaign. I don't know, but they, they were cutting around to different parts of the country, and a lot of the people sitting there didn't have masks on, so mm. I don't know. Well, I thought a lot of it was very interesting. A lot of the remarks were good. Amy Klobuchar, of course, she hits a home run every time she gets near the microphone, so she did well, but... Uh, um when they got to counting individual states and they all got to make a little spiel about uh, different right. topics but they you could tell it was orchestrated so that each they ended up talking about really everything that's important in the campaign by the time you yeah. got to the end which I didn't wait that long well they all have to make you're right they all have to make their little speeches so the great state of Pennsylvania home Who of did fracking Pennsylvania's nomination? I don't know well it's probably the governor I don't know who did it. I didn't see it. All right, folks, 1-800-795-9565. Who did Pennsylvania's nomination Who announced? It would normally be the head of the delegation, and the delegation would normally be headed by the governor. 1-800-795-9565. If the governor happened to be a member of that party. (laughs) Well, that's true, yeah. (laughs) I sadly... Yeah, the Republican governor. I sadly... I'm sorry I have to be here to do this. I'm obligated (laughs) to recommend. All right, but I don't... I'm obligated to say his name, but I don't recommend... 
ex-candidate, but that didn't happen. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. You can do as no one has done this morning. That's email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Although we came in and there were already texts waiting, 70236 is the number. That's our text connect system, so we invite you to utilize that. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, We invite you to visit sunburymotors.com. See their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. They're going to get about a dozen Tellurides over at the Kia dealership, and if you haven't seen it, it's just a fabulous vehicle. It's actually the perfect vehicle for the ages. It is available in all-wheel drive for around here. they got a gorgeous sunroof, fabulous ride, excellent gasoline mileage, available in hybrid, just a super package all around, and that's the Telluride, but the Kia dealership, Kai, tells us that they got tons of other vehicles uh, there, too. Or Ernie and Austin tell us they have tons of other fabulous vehicles there, too. Kai retired Uh, after taking care of thousands of Sunbury Motor Company customers. Hyundai, Lincoln, Ford, doesn't matter what you need. Uh, I got uh, Joe's uh, Lincoln Navigator. Navigator, yeah, thank you, all ready to go. I was going to get the hybrid. It actually was faster, but Joe says, no, it has to have a V8, even if it's a V8. Right. (laughs) Do they have a 12? (laughs) Even if it isn't uh, faster than the hybrid version, but that's all right. Joe gets what Joe wants. Joe gets. I want a 12 cylinder motor. I want I want power. Well, we'll have to get you an old Jaguar <laughs> then. So that'll be fine. No, uh, I want a Lincoln. A Lincoln, I figured. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and my uh, Ford Ranger, but I was um, inching close. As soon as I added up all the accessories that I added to my Ford Ranger, it was the price was in the mid 30s. And uh, somebody did bark out loud, why don't you just get an F 150? So I'm thinking about it. If I can get higher gasoline mileage with the F 150, I'll go with that. So that's the discussion phase. Well, you know, right if you keep looking and looking and never buying, they're going to charge you rent over at Sunbury Motors. You can't just go in there day after day after day and not ever buy. Well, what happens was I order one, we get it, somebody else falls in love with it, and they sell it right okay. for, underneath, which with my permission, of course. You must but, strike uh, while the iron is hot, my right. brother. When I see that ranger there, go sit on the hood and say, get away from here. Stand right. in get the bed. Get off of my ranger. Yeah, stand in the bed. <laughs> say, this is mine. And if somebody looks this way, cover up the to sticker. To quote Charlton Heston, out of my cold, dead hand. <laughs> He'll take the... Well, it doesn't have... It, it's keyless, so... Anyway, uh, pre-owned inventory. they got tons of that there, too, if that's what you need. Sunbury Motor Company. Sunburymotors.com is the place to start uh, your excavation uh, through the available vehicles. Call us immediately, if you so desire, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we got a good Democrat on the line who watched the Democratic Convention last night. Good morning, Bobby. You're on the mark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, everyone. You know the. Uh, you know, as, as as far as you know, the official voting process and everything else. I think, you know, you know, for running for any political office and that, it's just that this year, with all the controversy that's been out there, it's been more of a. I'm going to say a careful process. Right, you don't want to, you want to make sure you, you don't hit any of the key words. You don't alienate anybody. You don't want well, to. Yeah, yeah. You now, want, that's the one thing that I've noticed. Throughout, of course, I've been around the broadcasting business, like you know, like 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 you and Joe have, and every you know for a long time. And uh, but that's one thing that I've noticed uh, this this year with all these ad campaigns and everything else. Of course, what you know, what what they're doing on the air and on internet and everything else is one thing. But when it comes down to the voting process of putting the candidates in, you know, the official p- 
position in that. They've been very careful. Well, yeah, and I guess you have to be this year. You don't want to, you know, this year as, you know, when we had uh, uh, Terry Madonna on the line, he said when it came to the 2016 election, a lot of that was decided by people who voted for one candidate or another because they didn't like the other candidate. They didn't like Donald Trump. They didn't like Hillary Clinton, so they voted against her or against him. And we're going to have the same thing. So you don't want to increase the number of people who don't like your candidates. So you have to have to be careful. All right. Thank you, Bobby. Yep. Good right, observation. Have a great day. I appreciate the call. Right. Well, we had some other calls coming in, but they must have given up. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Try again, please. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Okay. And we have a text. You want Relate, to read the text? Uh, well, let's do that after the break. It relates okay. to COVID-19, so we'll read that. We do have a call coming in, so there we go. Uh, we have a text related to COVID-19, so we'll read that on the radio. Uh, we'll have lots more of our show coming up shortly here on WKOK, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, Chris is standing by. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, it was Bob Casey, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Fabulous. Thank you. And uh, I think uh, conservatives just want to make people think that uh, Joe is going to be an empty vessel for the <laughs> for the. The far left. left elements of the Democratic Party. I don't think they really believe it, but they want people to believe it. All right. I believe it. Oh, and they keep talking about <laughs> yes. Well, yes, because you uh, have pixie dust in your eyes. <laughs> it's called it's called foxy dust. <laughs> and yesterday, I was taken to task for believing in Russian collusion, and then what came out? Proof. Proof. Yeah. Republicans endorsed proof. Republican endorsed proof of collusion. What was new in there, Chris? There was nothing new. It's all been rehashed and hashed and rehashed and hashed. Oh, oh see, now it's old, but you've never admitted what the truth is. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's old, so you now it's old news. don't have to admit it. It's the, Mo- the Mueller now. Report light. It's the Mueller Report light. Hey, it's just the Mueller report rehashed and lightened up. 
endorsed by Republicans. That well, I, were, I don't think Republicans denied the Republicans didn't deny the Russians were trying to interfere with the election. They just disagreed that the president was involved in it, and this doesn't prove no, he was. Hold it, hold it. The campaign. Oh, they right. never admitted the campaign was involved in it. Well, I don't. You know. Who was the campaign? Were they authorized to do it? I mean, if somebody in the campaign did well, something uh, wrong, that they, doesn't make the whole campaign bad. They that the president was lying about uh, his relationship with Stone and getting information from him. They also... They used the word lied. No, they didn't. Uh, pretty close to it, I think. Yeah, that's I your surmisal, uh, but they did not use the word lied. Was not telling the truth was the, was the phrase, I believe. I'm not even certain of that. I think it was a little was milder. Was not telling the truth. He forgot. He forgot that, that his good friend Roger Stone, who he talked with a lot, was feeding him information about about the, the, the Russian-derived information, criminally-derived information. He just forgot about it. They Let me concluded that, that Trump was probably not telling the truth about this. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Maybe, sure, could have been, yeah, woulda, coulda, yeah. woulda, shoulda. Okay. It's and, just a Mueller report rehash. tells all the connections to the... the with uh, the campaign to Kalimnik, who was the man in charge of interference with the American campaign. They were feeding each other information back and forth, basically. And they, the, the campaign was glad to solicit information from them. Well, what illegal happened? Whether they getting useful information is somewhat in doubt. What illegal happened here? What illegal happened here? Who's going to be indicted as a result of this? Uh, Nobody. Uh, well, uh, you have to have, legally, you have to have enough legal proof to prove conspiracy, which is a relatively difficult thing to do legally. But collusion... Plenty of it. Well, there's no, Bull. there's no political, no. there's no criminal charge for collusion. A good thing to do, right? There's oh, as long as it's as long as it's not convictable, it's a great thing to do. Is that your position? No, my position. Is pos that your standard for uh, honesty in American politics? Yeah, it's it's sort of like the uh, oh, st yeah. the same standard yeah, right. the Democrats have for their vice presidential pick being anti-Catholic. You know, same standard. And the, the president made it impossible to find the truth by not testifying, not telling the truth, by pardoning Stone or commuting the sentence of Stone, and and uh, whatever. Got the well, other how did how did commuting Stone? It, how did who was really doing all the direct work? How did commuting Stone sentence change anything? He didn't take away his guilty plea. He didn't he, take away his conviction. Stone said it himself, Joe. Stone said it himself. Said what? He said he wouldn't turn on the president because he knew a pardon was coming. He didn't get a pardon, Chris. He got his well, sentence commuted. Well, was coming, and he still hasn't gotten a pardon yet. Had it yet after that. And he isn't going to get one. The president just didn't uh, think oh, he should go to jail. <laughs> Joe knows what the president didn't ha has, has said that. Still, he's still thinking about that, I believe. 
Coulda, woulda, shoulda. He commuted the sentence so he wouldn't have to get to j- go to jail. And uh, Stone said so he wouldn't turn on the president. Well, turning on the president and being a rat is actually just telling the truth, isn't it? In your world? And, no, in, in, the, in, the, in the parlance of gangsters that they like to use. That is what it means. The parlance of gangsters. Wow. <laughs> well, that's what they use. There's Come a new on. charge. You know that. Guilty of the parlance of gangsters. Dumb? You're not dumb, Joe. <laughs> Listen. And you know that the Republican, you know. Dan's and you're not right either, Chris, but you're, you're looking for you some know, major Dan's revelation right here. Thing. You're looking there for some no major Republican revelation. Party anymore. It's Chris, the Trump party. you're not dumb either, and you're looking for some major revelation here, and there's none. You're just dragging the same stuff up again that we've been over and over and over. <laughs> Again. No, it's stuff you've never admitted to, Joe. And are you are you going to commend the it's Republican stuff Party? You've never admitted to. Are you going to commend the Republicans for being willing to do a bipartisan report on yes, the issue? Yes, it's a, it's one of the only times that they've actually stood up to Trump, and it's only a few of them. Of course, it was Burr was in on it, and he got in trouble with the stock stuff, and and. Uh, uh, the Florida guy, Mario, took his place. Rubio. And he endorsed it. He endorsed the findings. But it's only people on that committee. Right, that committee. Who, who, who endorsed the report officially. But it is some Republicans. And that's about the first time they've done anything like that. There were some Republicans, of course, who, from the impeachment hearings, said... Yes, he was guilty of this. Yes, it was a positively wrong thing to do. Yes, it is impeachable, but I think he's learned his lesson, so I am not going to... Uh, I don't well, think... he hasn't returned, learned any lesson. Bolton says he's doing the same, had done the same thing with China. It wasn't impeachable. That's the whole problem, because there was no crime. There has to be a crime, a high crime or misdemeanor to impeach somebody, Chris. That hasn't changed. No. That standard's been on the books no. since the beginning. No, no, and no. That yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> Some of the charges against Nixon were not crimes. And Nixon wasn't impeached. <laughs> because he resigned, Joe. He wasn't impeached. But the charges were not all crimes. But the ones that would the, have led to impeachment the, uh, are... Some of the... Some of the, the things that he was being, as impeachment charges, that if he, they were voted on and found favorable, would not have constituted crime. Look, you do the same thing all the way around. You throw everything but the kitchen sink at somebody. They had the charges that would have led to impeachment were the criminal charges. The same ones that Gerald Ford pardoned him for would have led to his impeachment. That's the truth. Uh, well, uh, the, the, the cover-up was probably criminal. It definitely but there was. Were, there, were, there were points of the impeachment that were being passed by the House, that would have been passed out. All right, Joe's been, were not crime. Joe's been on there. the hot seat long enough. We're going to have to go. <laughs> but read it, read it, Joe, and learn what collusion is, Okay. Collusion. And, and then there I'll look for the criminal lots, charge. Lots of collusion. I'll look for the criminal charge that says collusion oh, is a oh, crime. Oh, as long as that's, that's not against the law or prove you can't quite prove all the cases in the law, it's it's whether it's immoral or not doesn't matter. You're driving down the you're highway. In your you're, office, 
to age your election and harm foreign policy, no problem. Everybody uses everybody you uses have their great office. Standards, Joe. Everybody you have uses great everybody uses they their office. So you don't want to hear this, Chris, but it's Trump. the truth. Chris, it's the truth. Everyone uses their office to enhance their chances of reelection. Everyone. Yes, but they do not do it to sacrifice to sacrifice the favor uh, for personal advantage and damage democracy. Getting reelected is personal the advantage <laughs> only with China. With China, he said, I'll give you a okay. better deal on this trade thing Getting if you find some dirt on Biden for me. Yeah, right. and That's if you wait on... Fulton said. And tell Vlad after the election, enough. I'll have more flexibility. No, tell Vlad. Enough, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Now, Thank what's that? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. What's that? <laughs> Criminal. Thank you no, so it's much. Flexibility <laughs> might be working for an American goal. No, no I don't think so. For a so, in other goal. words, Russian dealing with Democrats good, Russian dealing with Stop Republicans it. bad. Enough. I got no, it. No, no, that's no. your simplistic view. I got uh, it, Chris. Actually, working with the Russians is bad. Chris, hang up the phone. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Use his head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Joe will not use his head. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russians have always been meddling in every one of our affairs. There's no collision. Just Collusion. Russian meddling. And they'll be meddling in this one and the next one, if we ever survive and live on as a country. Nothing new under the sun. Right. Now, the r- the rumor is the Chinese favor Biden. Are the Democrats going to be demanding that the campaign be closely scrutinized to make sure no one colludes with the Chinese? Well, I think they probably will. I don't think we want any outside influences in this but election always, at all whatsoever. it's always happens. We've done it to other countries. Well, we should make it as minimum as possible and as True. criminal as and legally And that's why I think allowed. enhancing the FBI's capabilities to investigate these things is a very important first step. <laughs> okay. All right, noted. Thank you so much. All right, one have that laminated for your wallet. Oh, okay. All right, so that is the sole email that we can read on the radio. We had uh, one earlier, but we won't be able to read that. That's way over the top harsh. But if you wish to uh, reissue it with some good explanations, feel free to do so. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Write it down. You're going to need it during the nine a.m. hour. We got some news headlines coming up related to wearing masks in school, and Josh Shapiro is going after the president because of. Uh, his uh, conspiracy to slow down the U.S. postal system prior to the election to foment division and uh, potential fraud in the election. So we're going to talk about that. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is now 9 a.m. Good morning, everyone. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me, and we are in full agreement that the uh, Mueller report was spot on, and now the official FBI report is out. So No, no, no. This was a uh, House or Senate Another bipartisan report is out, yes. And, of course, it verifies the uh, so-called Russian hoax was 100% true across the board, and everything that oh, was in it was true. So uh, we can talk about that. Uh, COVID-19 is back out. We had a dozen deaths at a local nursing home, so we've been talking about that a little bit around here. And the uh, fabulous Democratic National Convention. I, I do find it very interesting and inspiring. I'm actually considering voting for Joe Biden because I want to vote for him, <laughs> not because I want to vote against President Trump. Have you been checked for a fever lately? You may well have COVID. <laughs> well, I'd, there were a lot of convincing arguments yesterday, so uh, I just think he did a good job. And I know he's, there's going to be a good bump. You know, vulnerable people like me who are uh, on the fence are definitely going to be able to say, okay, well, we'll do this. Either for Joe Biden or for Kamala Harris. Uh, one of our listeners sent us a text. I don't know that we read it on the air, and I don't see it here. I think the news department cleared out our text from yesterday, but said I would predict that, I think he said two months, maybe two months or six months, Joe Biden would relinquish the presidency and Kamala would take over. That's right. Okay, two months. Okay, so uh, we're going to hold you to that. two weeks. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, yeah, send it, send it again. Send that one again. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. So please uh, check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Valley superintendents are talking about the masking mandate. Dr. Ricky Boyle superintendent at the Danville area school district says it's not ideal. Masks give us a little bit of restriction and with kids they love their freedom to play and sing and carry on and you know it's going to muffle it. Shikolami School District Superintendent Dr. Jason Bendel says uh, the new mandate has one confusing asterisk. The American Academy of Pediatrics has always been, you need to get the kids back in school, they need to have socialization as well as their education. Masks give us a little bit of restriction. And with kids, they love their freedom to play and sing and carry on. And, you know, it's going to muffle it. And now, Dr. Jason Bendel. I don't really understand the 10-minute face-covering break as far as mandating a certain amount of time on it, but I, I think we need to provide breaks for kids as they need them. And Superintendent Sealands Grove Area School District, Dr. Frank Jankowski. This topic, uh, it's not a secret that it's somewhat divisive within society, and uh, we have general confidence that people understand that what we're doing as a school district and as a community is to look out for the safety of everybody. You can hear more of their remarks at WKOK.com. Tough day for the Valley. Tuesday is the latest numbers for COVID-19 came out in their weekly update. The State Department of Health showed 13 deaths and 73 cases of COVID-19 at a Milton nursing home, Milton Nursing and Rehabilitation. It also includes 36 cases among staff. Uh, that's within the 73 number. Uh, no deaths reported for the facility in the previous week's update, but 13 deaths 
deaths as of yesterday. Now Northumberland County's uh, death toll up to 20. You can read all of the other numbers at WKOK.com. And uh, in other news uh, today, the State Attorney General Josh Shapiro uh, and Senator Bob Casey say they're very interested in investigating and prosecuting wrongdoing as it relates uh, to the U.S. Postal Service, uh, calling it an impeachable offense. Senator Casey said he wants to hear from the head of the U.S. Post Office about uh, the changes that are slowing U.S. mail and that have already had an impact. And Josh Shapiro says he's joining with 22 other states attorney general to make sure uh, that the Trump administration is held accountable for slowing the U.S. mail prior to the election. Uh, let's see. Finally, the fact that they aren't doing that is irrelevant, right? We're just going to go after it as if it's the truth. You don't think the Trump administration is slowing the U.S. We discussed that mail? yesterday. I told, we talked about the number of things that were done. These postal reforms were started under the prior um, postmaster general under Obama's administration, and within this administration the, just following through on them. Within the past two months, the slow the mail has slowed down an estimated 10 percent. That doesn't bother you right before the election? Well, you, can, is there a definite quid pro quo here? I hate to go back to those words. You have direct evidence that some action taken by the administration has slowed the mail down. Yeah, go back and listen to the Fox interview again. I think the president's very, very clear that all of this is leading up to making sure. Plus, he's, he's directing the RNC to send out ballot cards to dead people. Why do you think that's right? Well, why do you think it's right to send out cards to everybody to vote, whether or not they're registered, or just send them out? Oh, you mean universal balloting. Right. right. Okay, well, states, yeah, that's that definitely questionable. They're both wrong. Not, not illegal. No problem but, about but, that. Yeah, I think... You know, my be... favorite thing this morning was there was a picture of a demonstration against the post office changes. The people are carrying signs and out marching. So there, right there goes their argument. If they can go out and march against the post office uh, being cut, they can go vote. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joe has got his Fox Funnels in so deeply <laughs> that uh, it makes hearing difficult. Are you able to have lunch with your good Fox friends? Yes. Okay, good. All right, well, we'll have to attend this one tomorrow. It might be interesting. <laughs> All right, finally, we've talked enough about the Democrats. Let's talk about some Republicans. Remember that couple who waved their guns around in front of their front yard while Black Lives Matter? protesters marched by? They didn't wave their guns around. They had their guns in their possession. Oh, no, he was waving it. I saw, I saw at, the video, He wasn't Joe, pointing sorry. it at people. <laughs> he wasn't pointing. He didn't point it uh, at he anybody. He actually did point it at people several times as he waved Not it around. Not that I saw. Oh, yeah, he did. Anyway, you just have to go back and watch the video. Anyway, that, that regardless of what, let, let's stipulate for Joe's right. sake that he didn't point it directly at people that didn't wave it, even though most of our audience is saying, what? Anyway, well, they're gearing up to speak. They will be among the keynote speakers at the Republican National Convention next week. The St. Louis couple received backlash in late June after a video went viral showing trespassers marching past their home, and they, well within their rights, were pointing guns at them. In an interview with Fox News, Patricia and Mark McCloskey say they had to stand their ground, and they doubled down on their right to protect their home. The McCloskeys were each charged with unlawful use of a weapon, though. Their attorney tells CBS News uh, the day in which they appeared here at the RNC. Uh, they will be there, and they'll be packing and ready to go. And nobody filed charges against the people who broke down the gate on the gated community on 
private oh, property. Oh, that's not true. Some were charged. Not, Several were charged. Not that I saw. Where, show me that story. Oh, well, I don't have it anymore. But, I mean, at the time, there was uh, there were one or two arrests. You know, it's like all these protests. They don't arrest everybody. And they don't They don't wind up doing any time. They don't uh, wind yeah, up being that, prosecuted. Right. That could be. It's not. Uh, I don't think courts really go to town on these protesters. No, but they'll there. go against two people standing on their own property, defending their own property. That's wrong, right? <laughs> you think that's true? Well, we'll see. We'll have to compare the sentences. Unlawful use of a weapon is jailable, but certainly primarily fineable for somebody that's uh, what What unlawful, unlawful use of a weapon? What was unlawful about what they did? The state has a, a castle doctrine uh, law. Yeah, um, I don't know which particularly. Yeah, I didn't see the affidavit for that, but uh, that's, this is what CBS is reporting, which, as you note, uh, or, I'm sorry, Fox News is reporting this, but they don't say exactly what the charge was. But uh, that should be... I'm sorry, I interrupted you, and we have three calls waiting. Okay, yeah, I'm done. Enough. I have more headlines. But folks, go to WKOK.com. Matt Catrillo and Sarah Lover and Allie Stevenson, Ashley Thomas and Chris Elio, and I'm probably forgetting somebody. You. uh, I don't don't write stories anymore. Sorry. you're the guiding influence. I read it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the bias detector. Right, right. (laughs) You wouldn't know bias if it hit (laughs) you in the face. Thank you. All right, thank you. Eric, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank morning. you for taking my call. Uh, up early this morning, helping my grandkids get ready for their first day of school. My wife is actually with them now, uh, delivering them uh, since we're choosing not to use the bus. Uh, applauding Seals Grove for making uh, a great attempt to try to normalize uh, the school year. Uh, also for requirement that all the kids wear masks. Uh, just a, hopefully a message of positivity this morning uh, to everyone with children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, or those they love at Seals Grove. Um, best of luck to all the kids. Wear your masks. This is not a political issue. This is a scientific issue. We are all in this together. And if we get our kids wearing their masks, we model the masks, I think our kids can uh, be able to attend school in person, which is everyone, I think, believes the best way of instructing overall. Um, I applaud Seals Go for being the first and for making that great attempt, and I'm sure they're going to be on top of it to, uh, if uh, COVID occurs, to figure out which kids are involved and take appropriate steps. As my wife says, Seals Grove is the canary in the coal mine. Oh, geez, last time I checked, Joe, I, I thought the uh, the coal regions ended at the Susquehanna River, but okay. <laughs> we'll yeah. see if she's right. In Seals Grove, they don't know what that means. <laughs> no, 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 we do. We we we, uh, we play football and so forth in the coal regions, and the good people from Mount Carmel and Shimoka and Southern Columbia. Yeah, we, we know what coal mines are. We know what canaries are. Well, there was a time when the Chapman Township School District would go down to Mount Carmel to play football, and they were the Canaries <laughs> down there. So, <laughs> but I uh, just, uh, just you know, just word of encouragement this morning. You know, parents, grandparents, you know, get your kids wear those masks. Support wearing the masks. Uh, this is this is not a political issue. Uh, let's not let's not politicize. Let's not let's not politicize our kids. Eric, if you okay. can, uh, uh, these are your children or grandchildren? Grandchildren. 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 Uh, get a full report from them on the differences, how how the uh, uh, precautions are laid out. I would just love to hear that If you you know, as as the days progress and you get a chance to talk to them. See if you can extrapolate everything that's different well, for my, them. Well, my daughter-in-law is actually a, a uh, teacher, so I'll get it from her. My grandchildren... <laughs> 
are only uh, five and seven, so six and eight now. So <laughs> I don't know about any reports I'll be getting this too factual from them, but uh, yeah. Okay, fabulous. All right, thank you so much. Good first step, folks. So get those kids to wear the masks and support support what the school district is telling them. Well, it'll be interesting to see. How, you're right. It'll be interesting how it does work out. My grandson, who is going into the sixth grade, it would be his first year at the middle school, is uh-huh. doing distance learning uh, because of concerns about the, in the family about health issues. So uh, we'll see what happens, how it all works out. Okay, I'll check back in later in the week, and we'll kind of compare notes. All right, that. sounds right. good. Thank, Thank you, you, Eric. So much. Great. Thank you, gentlemen. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, one of our listeners has sent us an email. We're going to read this every day. It says, uh, Joe, you are lower than pathetic. The truth hurts, and you won't accept it. Sad. Tom. <laughs> says Tom. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. And uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Okay. I uh, haven't really had an opportunity to watch much of the... DNC convention, but I wanted to ask you, Mark. I assume you watched it. Have they had have they had to been shamed into showing the American flag this year, or did they show the flags right from the beginning? Uh, Even AOC was behind flags. Yeah, had flags there's quite a few her. flags to be seen. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good to hear. They learned from last time. Now, so the three segments that I've actually watched, I want to make a comment on them. The uh, introductory prayer by the, uh, the, the preacher. And he said, "If you vote, basically, if you vote for Trump, you're going to hell." Well, I wonder how many of the Democrat leftists he insulted by even acknowledging that there was a hell. So that was that was questionable. I did like Stephen Stills' song. Okay, I mean, I'm showing my age there when I have to say that I really enjoyed listening to "For What It's Worth." Although some of my Republican friends wanted to know if that was satire, and I, I haven't had an answer for that yet. But the thing that really got me and inspired me was AOC's speech. <laughs> and what I gathered from that was she is basically saying we have to have equality in every aspect of the American society. So two things. One, I feel that uh, I have as much equality. I should be able to just come in there and sit next to Joe where you're sitting, Mark, and you'd have to leave the room and let me have at it for a while based on what AOC said. And in response to her speech, I want to uh, to sponsor a bill. I'm going to have to talk to Gordon next time he's in there. We'll call it the Pennsylvania Intellectual Equality Act. In other words, here's my thing. I'm really tired of hearing people like myself referred to on the news as right-wing Republicans. So there needs to be a law that says for every time the media calls somebody a right-wing Republican, they also have to identify a left-wing Democrat, because we just don't (laughs) hear left-wing Democrat enough. And I want to hear people saying left-wing Democrat, because if they listened to AOC's speech last night, that was a left-wing Democrat. And if they listened to what she said, she basically said, we're going to have Bernie's agenda, not Biden's. Yep. I'm afraid that's where we're headed. Uh, Well, if if Biden wins, but I, but I I do have to say... There's a lot of people I know, they're not telling the pollsters who they're voting for, for real. Okay, I mean, it's happening on both sides, but predominantly, people like myself, I'll never tell a pollster I'm voting for Trump. And the last comment, I wanted to thank one of your callers yesterday. I've had a lot of nicknames over my, my life, but the one that I really enjoyed yesterday was the guy that said, 
he called right after me and he said he wanted to follow up on Mike from Bizarro or something Bizarro like that. Bizarro World. That was fun. <laughs> Bizarro World. Yeah, yep, that, that was, was good. <laughs> I, I really appreciated that much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate the call. You're, you right, know, but I think he brings up an interesting point, and you and I have discussed this before, but I was thinking this morning, as I was hearing the back and forth, the people upset about this Senate report and the th- things going on in the Democratic side and watching morning, flipping back and forth between Morning Joe, Fox, and MSNBC. If there ever was a time when this country needed a viable third-party candidate, <laughs> I think it's today. And who would you run on that? It, Condoleezza Rice? I would say a, a fusion ticket. Uh, somebody, a Democrat and a Republican, running as third-party bull mooses or whatever party mm-hmm. you want to be. Oh, well, but Condoleezza, Ri- Condoleezza Rice would be a good choice. Uh, for either president or vice president. Um, but there are other people. I mean, there are some others that, that would make a good one, some business people. We lost our chance to get John McCain in leadership, so well, that was a missed Herman Cain, unfortunately, passed away. I would have I loved to see Herman Cain get a shot at it. I think he would have done a great job. If somebody could emerge as a viable third-party candidate, who, you know, if we could wave a magic wand and they'd be a contender, who would we nominate? I think that's a good question. Uh, obviously, President Trump and Joe Biden bring uh, detractions to the table. Who would be somebody that would have a lot more attractions? Call I just think now. there should be a third candidate to give people who maybe are a little bit concerned about both directions. You know, certainly President Trump has some elements that, as I've said on the program, I don't like. So does Joe Biden. And I'm concerned that Joe Biden is an empty vessel that will just wind up being a tool of the radical left. Oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. But who should we nominate? Who could be our... Well, um, let's ask Stan. All right. Well, in a minute. Okay. Uh, stand by, buddy. We'll be right with you. If somebody wants to line up after Stan, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Two lines occupado. Two lines open. Uh, One of our listeners says, Joe. Good morning. Chris failed to mention the FBI misuse of the Steele report in the FISA warrants. Signed Rob. Yeah. True enough. Yep. And that report is still yet to come out. I'll be interested to see if Chris and the other people on the left are just as excited about that when it comes out. Well, but we get all these... Indictments, you know, not criminal indictments, but, you know, you finally get all the facts about this. But all these people are gone. They're out of office or they're no longer viable. uh, Senator Casey saying that the the post office thing is an impossible impeachable offense. (laughs) I agree. It (laughs) is. Really, slowing down the post office is an impeachable offense. Right before an election, yet in order to throw an election. What's the crime? You'd have to be able to prove there was a direct result. 
impeding the... The ballots uh, haven't been cast, so you can't say that anything's been impeded, Mark. Well, that's true. I guess we have to wait till after the election is debacle. And then if they handle the mail properly and they everything gets through and there's no well, delay... What about, what about mailing ballots to dead people? Why is that right? That's wrong. That's well, that's not the Republicans doing that. That's the Democrats. In it's the Republican like National Committee, Butsky. Well, they're not actually ballots. <laughs> Okay, never mind. Here's a letter to your late husband, but it's not actually a ballot, so please don't it's be not. offended. It's not. You couldn't send it in to market and send it in and have it count. You know, it's a marketing tool. You think tool. it's right just because it's not an actual ballot? No, I have got. I, I don't think this. I don't think the robocalls I get from politicians are right either. But I can't stop it. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe! Oh, Mark, Mark, Mark! <laughs> Chris, 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 it's not on. It's Stan, Stan, Stan. Stan, <laughs> so patient. Uh, question. Stan, did you uh, curse at the radio? Is, yeah, as as far as uh, AOC last night, I seen the clip, the full minute. She had a whole 60 seconds to, uh, I'm assuming that she was supposed to nominate, second the nomination for Joe Biden, but she tended to put Bernard Sanders in. As her second for the nomination. I think you could still nominate. She was nominating Bernie. She was up there to speak on behalf of Bernie, but she never mentioned Biden. Right. And well, my question is, who 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 was the one that put the nomination in for Bernie? If she's the second, is I don't know. Somebody that has to initiate. Yeah, you know, must have been somebody earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Somebody would have to put it in. Somebody would second it. That's typically the way they've done it in the past. And there could oh, be I like expect- two or three seconding nominations. In the past, there have been several. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if she was supposed to. I would think she was supposed to mention Biden in there somewhere. But, hey, that's AOC. She does what she wants. And, you know, she ran off her litany of fine socialist ideas and the problems, all the problems with this country. You know, for somebody that hates this country, how did she ever get elected to Congress? I think because a lot of free thinkers want obvious. a lot of free thinkers want to, want this this drain yeah, the swamp, okay. and so anyway. she's helping. <laughs> well, one of one of the commentators yesterday said the democratic portrayal of America is it's some dystopian hellhole or hellscape. Yeah, and if that's I mean, the but, case, but, why but do people want to come here? To come here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we're that uh, bad, but they want to come. Still want to come through the door. Right now, now Mark is half right about the couple in St. Louis. Okay. So the the lady, I don't know what her name. You you mentioned her name, Patricia, I guess it was. She mm-hmm. was waving her gun around. Now it's in, it was in, come to find out it was an inoperate inoperable pistol, so she couldn't have hurt anybody except throw it at them, you know, and hit them. Is the only way she could have hurt anybody with that. But she was waving her gun around. I'll give him that. So if anybody's going to be charged with that, it would be her. But that's ir ir you know irregardless. They wouldn't have had to do that if those people hadn't violated their rights, their property, and busted down the gate and marched onto that private property. Yeah, I think they're clearly identified as trespassers in the story. They weren't just, you know, it's not like a, but, at the intersection of Main and Fifth Street or something. Right, but not a one of those was charged. Oh, there were not? I what thought there were some arrested well, afterward. Okay, I'm, I stand corrected then. Thank you. I mean, I... You never hear anything about it. You know, they never hear about charging. If they did charge them, they probably released them right away because any of those violent people out in Portland and Seattle and all that, they just release them when they arrest them. You know, the DA doesn't charge, just release them, turns them loose, no bail, no nothing. You know, they're gone. You know, out in the ether. So, you know, but a, but a person that's defending their property, they want to arrest and throw in prison. Don't understand that. That's the liberal far left mindset. Well, yeah, that too. But, is uh, there politics? And as far as the Russian collusion, Mark, 
what 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 report came out? Who put the report out? I haven't heard that. The that Senate. was the first I heard it. It was Republican Senate. Senate uh, was it Foreign Intelligence Committee? Senate Foreign Intelligence that Committee. I think it was right. something like right. that. But it it's was a bipartisan. a bipartisan report. It was a bipartisan report. Okay, and what 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 was the reports? Everything that the Mueller report, everything the Mueller report said was true, and that the president was guilty. No, they didn't say the president was guilty. (laughs) I'm just trying to give Stan a little of it. Come on now. They just said it was. It was really nothing more. As I said to Chris, it was nothing more than Mueller light. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, so they say the Russians tried to interfere with the election. Well, they knew that before the election, and Obama did nothing. So what? What did Mueller? The Mueller report proved absolutely nothing, except the Russians tried to interfere. And he indicted some, of course, which he knows will never see the, you know, the, the light of day in a courthouse because they're Russians. Yeah. Because of what? Because they're Russians. Russians. They're, they ain't, you know, the Putin ain't going to release anybody to come here to stand trial. True enough. You know, it's a joke. The whole thing was a joke, and it was all based on a lie to start with. But it is a cautionary tale. You know, we don't want, to the extent that we can stop any foreign country from interfering in our elections, we should do it. And we should stay out of other countries' elections as well. And do we know how China is supporting the Democrats yet? Certainly it makes perfect sense that they would because President Trump is tough on them. Do we know how that manifests itself yet? Well, no, it's no. they're I mean, trying to with, keep it under covers. With the way the, okay. you know, the social media and all those tech giants are, you know... Uh, yeah, but Stan, no, are, are you on Facebook by chance? Do you, oh, I get on there, yeah. Do you get on there and say, it, so. do you ever say, I'm not sure who to vote for. Let me look at some of these memes, because I have to make a decision who to support. <laughs> no, I, I knew I was going to vote for, you know, three six months after Trump got elected. That was easy. You know, I voted for Trump the first time. I'm going to vote for him again. There's no question in my mind, because the way the Democrats have been acting in the last three and a half years is despicable. Are you going to the polling place or mailing? Him. Are you going to mail early or go in? I'm going to go vote because, in my opinion, now Pennsylvania is a little different than a lot of other states. So this 100% in some of these states that are going to mail a ballot to everybody on their voter polls without being requested, that is right for, for uh, corruption. Are they, and, all you know, Democrat, are they all Democratic states? Yes. Well, Why is it that Democrats the use is, the mail I, I do have a question. Congress is pushing this 100% mail-in vote. Congress doesn't set the voting rules for the states. The state sets the rules. So how do they even get involved? Okay. Well, because the Democratic governors in those states are following the party line. Just as well, I suspect the Republican governors are doing the same. All right, we've got a caller well, waiting, Chris. That's that, but it's not, Congress doesn't have any authority to pass laws for that. All right, thank you so much, Stan. We've got to move Good on. Good point. Thanks, Stan. Yep, appreciate Thanks. the call. All right, on to the last caller before another quickie break. Uh, Lance is on the mark from Herndon, Pennsylvania. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, well, that's Stan. You know, he'll keep you shooting straight in more ways than one. Well, between Chris and Stan and you, we could probably do the whole show with three fabulous callers. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, um, Ben Carson would really make a great uh, president. I don't like him. I read one of his books. It really turned me off. You know, it's this ultra ultra conservative. That's one thing. But it's ex- ex- exclusionary 
ultra conservative. You know, you're really if if you're not on the conservative side, you're really wrong. Gee, you're a, on the outs, a black man who doesn't follow the traditional "let's vote Democratic" line. Well, oh, he's we'll Republican see. through I and know. through. So he must be wrong, way. right? He's wrong because he's a Republican, way. not because he's black. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Lance. I'm sorry. Well, see, he grew up in the black neighborhoods, and he saw how all the Democratic ideas didn't work. And he saw how uh, the folks there were being held back by the people who said that they were going to help him. I mean, all he knew was what worked for him. Right? You're not on. I know you're not on Facebook, but there was. Um, matter of fact, as I recall, you don't have a computer. But uh, a couple of my friends who are conservatives have posted an ad run by a Democratic, a Republican candidate for Congress in Baltimore that's absolutely devastating to the leadership of the state and the city down there over the years, and it shows the kind of deterioration that the Democratic city administrations have allowed to happen in the city. How a once proud community has gone so far downhill, how high their murder rate is, and she's running for Congress. Will she get elected? Probably not, but she certainly points out the deficiencies in the system, and that if I were the leader of that city, I would be concerned and would try to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. Ben Carson, you know, he lived in the projects like that, and he saw everything that just did absolutely didn't work, and it wasn't no Whitey holding him back. It was his own people every time he tried to do something. Why that was, you know, the old. Uh, uh, well, I believe he credited Crawdad syndrome. You I know. believe he credited his mother with being strong and not accepting oh. second best from him. Well, he also that makes a big difference. Has three was, adult male mentors who yes. made sure that right. he never, um, never looked back as he continued to climb upward in his life, which yeah. is great, fabulous. You know, if everybody else had that, we'd we'd all be better off. Well, if everybody, they could avail themselves of it. Right. You know, it's there. It's there. Um, In fact, where I worked, I'd rather have been a black guy than a white guy. Simply because you could really get away with stuff. I mean, you really could. Not that I never would have tried. We had folks that missed time that were white. Boy, they got all kinds of uh, letters about it. A black guy could do it. Oh, Lance. Lance, that guy Lance, got Lance. arrested, and uh, he got uh, work release. The other fellow got fired, and it was a higher thing. And actually, uh, the judge wanted to keep the guy in jail, but the company said we'd make sure he got back and forth to work, and they did okay. with uh, conjugal visits <laughs> in between. Right? So uh, I uh, see. My, I guess I have a limited experience. Limited experience, I know what happened. And maybe it isn't like that somewhere else. All I can say is, all right, maybe it's just one man's version of things. Well, you read, so that's that's good for you. All yeah, right, it's what what experience too. Right. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you, Lance. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Call us now. 1-800-795-9565. we got one call coming in. we got one email, one text. So the email says, oh, you ready to do that? No, or you want you to can go ahead and read that. All right. Chris and Tom and Eric as stand-ins, as stand-in, then we can go out after them through the law every day for at least four years of their lives. 
Not certain I understand that one. I'm not one. sure what's happening there. No, but okay. I appreciate the email nonetheless. Nice thought. Um, while we are frenetically trying to protect at the least vulnerable population, school children, almost 20% of the residents at the Milton Nursing Home are dead. Stop wasting tests on everyone who has a cold and start regular testing of all residents and employees in vulnerable populations. Actually, I thought they were doing that. All right? Oh, Am but, I but wrong? that's just one time. Uh, it's uh, it's not regular or sequential. Like you go to Bucknell, you get to every student gets tested every ten days because they don't want any COVID nineteen on the campus. So if you have a nursing home, boy, you could do like Nottingham Village. They're testing everybody all the time, whether they need it or not, whether you have symptoms or no. You know, a lot of the nursing homes around here haven't had any because they're super strict. And I'm not trying to indict. Milton Nursing. I don't. I have no idea what went wrong there, and I, I you know, it's obviously a tragic issue when staff brings well, it into the New, nursing home. Look at New Zealand. They had it down to no cases. Now all of a sudden, they have a hundred, and they don't know where they came from. Well, look at the Lewisburg Pen. You were at zero cases, then a staff member brings it in, and. You see the result. I think they're up to 50 or, 50 or 60. I forget the exact number. All right, Dan, stand by. i got to stay. Uh, get back on schedule here. And uh, we'll take more comers on the lines, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. We started out talking about the Republican or the Democratic National Convention, although we mentioned the Republican one that's going to have some good gun-toting speakers there, so we're glad for that. And uh, if you know that anybody was, uh, any among the protesters arrested in Florida at that home, uh, let us know. I do recall the report at the time, but I haven't heard any follow-up about that, so we'd appreciate that. I think it was in Michigan, wasn't it, or Minnesota? wasn't in Florida. Oh, okay. I got the wrong town. All right. Sorry. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. So, But it's definitely a couple with guns, right? That much I'm right about. You got right. Okay. Yes. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. The Bay City Rollers, Sweet City Woman. Really? What year? 78, 80, somewhere? I don't know. Rob would know. It is not the Bay City Rollers. Isn't it? Oh, gee, it sounds like it's in the Sweet City Woman. Huh? Stampeders. Stampeders, that's right. I'm sorry. And about when? Early 70s. Early 70s. Okay, thank you. Okay, (laughs) thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) All right, we got two calls coming in and one on the line. Dan's been awaiting. Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. You know, Lance is on to something. I really thought a lot of Ben Carson. Great man. You know, after well, he's still Trump, alive. <laughs> after Trump wins this election, and then we have to run him again because he really didn't have a 
nice time as president. This time we have to run him again. So he should get two more terms because all they did was investigate, investigate, uh, investigate. Trump's the worst treated president in my lifetime. So after Trump wins two more terms, let's get Ben Carlson in. I love that. Well, they already have it well, figured sorry, out. You're going to have to have a constitutional amendment if you want Trump to serve two more terms, and I don't know anybody who's going to support that. <laughs> well, Except gosh, maybe I you. Would, I would the way they treated Trump. They treated him bad even before he was in, and they haven't given him a break. If they could find one thing with all these investigations, they would have him out. It goes to show how impeccable clean he really is. Well, they it say Don. On him. They say Don so Jr. is going to be the. Oh, ah, forget it. Ben they Carson is a man that kay. I admired. He's a Bible believing Christian. He believes Genesis one one through the whole Bible. Six day creation man. I admire him, but we needed Trump to kick over the stumps to kick over the establishment. And I don't think Ben was the man for that job. I think it was Trump we needed to kick over the establishment and drain the swamp, which is a lot yet to do. The swamp is still there trying to do Trump in every day. We hear the calls on this program that's the swamp at work. <laughs> That's the swamp calling in. We have a call from the swamp. Trump in. Swampy denizens. Yes. So right. we don't need another. We do not need another Republican running now. If you believe that, I worry about your Republican credentials. If you think we need a another Republican running against Trump, I. I'm really concerned. We have a, a, a right of center president right now, not an extremist, just a little right of center, great president. I don't know what more you could want. Really, I don't. I, How about a, an end to the name-calling, the tweets, the, the insults? How about just focusing on doing your job day in I and day out? The, I wish the Democrats would start doing that, Joe. I wish they'd stop their name-calling. I'm talking about President Trump. doing their job. I really do. This could, we could have the greatest economy. We would be much greater than we are right now. If they would do their job and quit opposing everything that our dear president tries to do, opposition is the name of their game. Well, it's like when it's President Obama was see. in there. It's like when President Obama was in there. Who was it? Mitch McConnell said that we're going to do everything we can to make sure he's a one-term president and you know undo anything he wishes to do. All you right, Dan, thank you so much. That, did you? I didn't go along with that. Nope, nope, we I, didn't. What, we got to get another yeah, caller going. Yeah, okay. You guys have a great one. Thank Thanks, you so much I, for calling. I appreciate in. your concern. Dan, that yeah. puts Bob on the radio from Nori. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Yeah, I like my new name. It's okay. It's Al. You. you picked Al. Oh, I picked Al. I'm sorry, Bob. I'm sorry. We're out of order, but go ahead, Al. You know, you don't talk for all that terribly no. long. 
But President Trump isn't a politician. He was elected to be a politician, but he's a warrior from God. Uh, he he uh, carrying out God's mission here on Earth, and he confessed to that on Tuesday. He said, "Where he's at, he's you know he's doing God's work." So you know, I I get behind him, and if he gets elected again, maybe by the end of his second term, he'll get rid of the abortion. Uh, that would be great. And then I just wanted to tell you one little thing I heard on Fox too with my funnels on. And Kim, Kim Jong-un is calling in all the dogs in his country because they're a little short on food. And if you have a dog, you got to hand it over to the government so they can process it so you can get something to eat. <laughs> all right. Noted. Thank you so much, <laughs> Al. Appreciate the call. All right. Uh, stand by, everybody. We'll take a quickie break. we got callers ready. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. we got enough time for each of our callers to get uh, there allotted three minutes, if they so choose, uh, for that full amount. Uh, Bob from Northumberland, PA, you are on the mark. Let me give you a little information. Last week or week before, you talked about the West End Fair, those young kids showing animals. Right? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, yeah, oh, young yeah. 4-H or something. Oh, okay. You yeah. said young kids. What it is is 4-H. And they right. sell these animals for money, and local businesses buy them, and the, the for each profits and whatever. Um, next thing I want to talk about on fri- uh, Friday, Fan said uh, he, to our uh, virus protector here in Pennsylvania, and if you look at the transcript, I think you'll find that, the post office. The post office, this guy who put him in there to save money, well, you can't save money, you know, there's too much you know, loose ends and whatever, the turnpike and the post office probably never will make money, but, you know, it's just one of those things. I'd like to get this mask thing straightened out. They go to Walmart, they let, they, they'll let challenge you, but they let you in without a mask. And, and the sign says, must wear a mask, not entry, no entry, all this kind of thing. And the West End Fair, Mr. Keller and Boop and, and uh, Roe, all were there congratulating them for opening the fair. There were two gun raffles that weren't held because they, they couldn't do it because of the virus. There were more people at that fair for a week than was at either one of these things or even together. So unless we all wear masks, and the people that don't wear masks, I want to see a thing on their chest from their doctor saying they, this person has a medical uh, problem and that's why they weren't wearing a mask. Because they're an insult to me wearing my mask by not wearing one. Yeah, it does seem to be spotty. I mean, I've seen if, if your health is endangered, you don't have to wear one. But I agree with you. You should have some proof on you that your health is endangered and that you can't wear a mask. 
appreciate that because but we're not doing it it's just it's one way one way and one way some someplace else it's not the same well, we're, everybody's we're, supposed we're to wear a mask. In this area. <laughs> everybody's supposed to wear a mask, period. If you're going to a business, every business person is supposed to wear one. Every business is supposed to require it. That's the that's the law. That's no. the way that is. And uh, if you see people not wearing one and they're in close proximity to somebody else, uh, they are uh, throwing, you know, caution to the wind. If they know that the person has been tested and doesn't have it, I guess that's okay. You see a lot of the kids at Bucknell not wearing them where they get tested every Every 10 days, they don't have any uh, interactions with people that have COVID-19 now that they're on campus. And so, you know, you do see occasions. If you, Well, if you go to campus, you'll see that. But out at the West End Fair, I know they are 4-H'ers, and they get to keep the money from the animals they sell. So congrats to them. There was very little mask wearing out there. That's too bad. But there hasn't been a terrible outbreak of it. So fortunately, it looks like they, you know, made out okay well, there. And waiting that's to the see good if, news. Waiting, uh, to yeah. see, waiting to see if Sturgis turns out to be a super spreader. Yeah, that'll be another one. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys behave as Sturgis. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of mask wearing there either. All right, well, thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for checking thank you in. Thanks, Bob. And let's see. Maybe the last caller of the morning. Well, you just Eric, never know. Minute. Oh, one one minute rebuttal. In that case, let me say the phone number before you talk, Eric. 1-800-795-9565. we got time for another caller or email or a texter. Go ahead, Eric. What is this with Dan wanting Johnny Carson to run for president? Johnny Carson <laughs> died back in 1990. Dr. Carson, not Johnny Carson. Well, I, we don't use first names. I mean, he, he, Dan keeps saying Trump this, Trump that. Is he talking about President Trump? I think at least those who the president should use the word President Trump. Trump this, Trump that. It's not like they're talking about their, their old Uncle Ed. Either that or they're playing Pinochle. <laughs> <laughs> Also, just real quick, uh, you know, the president said Johnny Carson was was uh, a great uh, uh, host because he wasn't political. Uh, back in eight, 19, uh, 1989, back right before he went off the air, he actually skewered Trump, and Trump was evicting people out of their uh, out of their homes. Uh, so he skewered him back there in 1989. So yes, yes, President Trump, you are correct. Johnny Carson was a great guy because he nailed you way back 20, uh, 30 some years ago. <laughs> All right. Thank you, gentlemen. How's that, call. how's that Trump derangement syndrome working for you there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the same it is for you, Trump derangement. That's very good. I think that's a perfect moniker. Also, one last comment. Uh, I know I'm using my minute up. But Go ahead. I think a woman uh, waving an empty pistol at people who are concerned about black lives is a perfect moniker for the Republicans to have for their national convention next week. Great choice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, there's a lot of images there. All right. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate Thank you, that. Gentlemen. And the Democrats should have the people who broke down the gate and crashed the neighborhood as their standard bearers. The trespassers. Clearly identified as trespassers throughout. Yeah, is it truss or tress? Trespassers. Trusses oh. are things that they use to hold, hold up, up a building. Uh, tress. Right. Tress. 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 Okay, trespassers. Trespassers. Sorry. Thank you. Right. I you just say, can't turn it off, can you? You've <laughs> been correcting me for 40 years. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I'll offer some guidance. Oh, that's what I always say when I correct people. You know, I, I, I'm this close to correcting people on Facebook that, are, that you know, misuse grammars and words and things. Right. And one of our texters says, HIPAA. It's called HIPAA. That's why places can't ask about medical conditions. Health Insurance Portability Act. So I, now I see what he's saying. If you go into a store and I 
you can't ask me that why I'm not wearing a mask because of HIPAA. Right. That's true. They say that's the only reason that you don't have to wear a mask is if you have a medical condition, but you can't, can't ask, ask about, about the medical, medical condition. condition. So it's a pickle. But you can say that I have a medical condition. You just don't have to disclose what it is. Well, you, know, you can volunteer that information. It's the same problem I've seen with so many other things. It's the zero tolerance policy where one size has to fit all. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. you do have to be able to get some information about somebody's health. Well, you see kids getting suspended for having a nail clipper or something in their right. pocket or something like that. We used to carry a pocket knife all the time when I went to school. Yeah, a Swiss Army knife, I bet. <laughs> That's how you play numbly peg in the, in the playground. We ain't playing that no more, buddy. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yes, we will. 8.30 a.m. Joe will be back, and uh, he, he's going to be a natural-born listener and very reasonable tomorrow. This is WKOK Sunbury.